This is a very, very big avoid of this, these few prokem to change our way of thinking when it comes to davening. We were talking last week about how our way of, our way of davening is we think our whole way of looking at at Ishtadlis is that we'll try, and davening is one way of trying, we'll try, we'll do something, and Hashem's will help us. So, let's say when it comes to Shidduch, so you try, whatever you call it, parents call it Shadchan, you try, you go out, that's the Ishtadlis, and there's also another type of Ishtadlis that's called davening. So you daven, you should have a nice Shidduch, and everything should go good. So that's davening. And if everything goes well, then Hashem is Baruch, when you get the Kala, oh, then you say, thank you, Hashem, for helping me. And we spoke about that mistake. That whole, the whole thing that we're used to thinking, and we used to putting on every page, and the, and the concept of that Hashem is Baruch, helps me. As if I'm able to do anything on my own, or it sounds like I did most of, I did most of the work, and like you say to your child, for helping me. Which, which he wasn't even uh, it was just stop he came along so our way of davening unless unless we unless we lift ourselves over that way of when it comes to davening over that way of thinking and we realize that a Jew has nothing at all in his life without davening which is very hard for us to feel that way because we see that if I don't daven I have the same pastrami sandwich as I do daven and not only that but the guy next to me never davened in his life he has two pastrami sandwiches so a person, a person looks at this world and, 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 and he sees that the mitzvahs of the world contradicts what he believes. In his heart, in his mind, uh, more in his mind, there is, this, there is this belief that everything comes with tefillah. Because we see, from, as we learned last week, from the time of creation, that the grass and the trees, nothing could grow. What? Adam Ayin, says Nechomish. Rashi explains, because man hadn't yet come to Davin. So without davening, things can't happen. So, but we don't see it that way because ever since that day, things are happening even though we don't see people davening. Other people always are saying to me, "I daven, I daven, I daven," and it didn't happen. And this guy didn't daven, and it happened for him a good thing. So, the whole see is is soisa. It seems to contradict. It seems to contradict this belief that that a person can't have anything with tefillah. But that's the aside of Amunah. And not only that, but unless you feel that way, the emis, and you work on it, and you say it over and over and over, it's very hard to, that the davening should be sincere. It's very hard. And it can be, you understand the words, you say nice words, you know, everybody gets teary-eyed. But, but the emis, the emis, when you're davening, that it should be, it should be really, really a tefillah, a davening, it's only if you feel that. That everything that I have and everything that I am depends completely on this. Not 50%, not 40%. I just was I was on the phone with somebody who told me that uh, there's an old student of mine that uh, she's expecting. She took a long time until she was able to. And now the doctor looked at all the things and, it's, and the doctor said there's a 50% chance of Down syndrome. 50% chance of Shemirachim. Because, you know, they see a thickening of Nebuchadnezzar. You should know from it. So it's a 50% chance you should go for more tests. So, 50% chance that the child, that a child has this machla. So, 
fifty percent so somebody could say fifty percent is not bad. Fifty percent, that's it. You know, if it would cut, if someone, you know, when it comes to other things in life, so if you go over to this mother and you and you say, what are you so upset about? Fifty percent is all right. Fifty percent is pretty good. The the much the odds are much lower that I'll win the lottery. I still buy a ticket. Fifty percent is not good. But you understand that that for for that which is so important to you and your whole life depends on that. She's calling out, she's crying out to help the davening, something, the davening, the davening, the davening. When a person knows that there's nothing, when we look at the Matthias, it's not 50%, it's not 5%, it's 0% that we're going to be able to live today. 0% that we're going to be able to eat. 0% that we're going to be able to see our kids, that our kids are going to be well. 0% without feel, unless we cry out. It doesn't look like that. But when a person knows that, how different the davening is. And the davening is so different. So that's what he's explaining. On, on the top of Kuf Tazayim, in Tseinu Lameidim Eifo, Shireishnan Be'inina Tfilah Shtei Nekudis. There are two Nekudis in davening. Reishis, Tfilah Hi Avayda Atzmas. Davening is itself an Avayda. What does that mean? Klame Kedela Agila Madrega in order to reach a level where your davening is true, really davening, and that the davening should come from the depths of your soul, you can't just get up and start davening. You have to work on yourself and to recognize that without davening, you don't have anything. And this Nakuda itself requires a tremendous amount of Avaida. This Nakuda itself is so hard. Until you feel really. Without davening, there's nothing. That's the first Nakuda. The second Nakuda. The second Nakuda. So the first thing is davening, just davening. There's a separate part of our Vedas Hashem that's called davening. In order to be a davener, in order to be a davener, you have to you have to live with this realization that you have nothing without without davening. That's Aleph. But then there's another Nakuda of davening. The the impact, the effect that davening has on all of our Vedas Hashem. There's not just a separate thing that's called davening. There's there's also the fact that davening is makif, that it surrounds and embraces everything in our Vedas Hashem. Ein nekudesh lotakad matfil. Anything. Adam writes a panasa, if you want a panasa, hu mispalo. Yudavin. Zivug, ashidach, mispalo. Writes about him, children, gamakach, mispalo. Kolza bechet gashmi. So that we understand. That's in gashmi. So, there's the regular davening that we have in the Siddha, Shachas Minchamar. And then there's the tefillahs for panasa, for zivugim, for children, and all that stuff that a person feels the need for those things, and, there, and he recognizes that without tefillah he can't have those things. But then there's the whole second part of tefillah. That's not Vedas Hashem. I will ikra tefillah. The ikra tefillah is is in spiritual things. The kol chelik mehavoida. In every single part of my Avadis Hashem, 
If you want to acquire these things in truth, for instance, you're trying to learn. Let me give some examples. You're trying to learn a blood gemara. It's hard to learn a blood gemara and to understand it properly. You're trying to learn the parish, whatever it is that you like learning. Without tefillah, you don't have anything. But you don't have anything. I understand this, Rashi. I understand this the same way I have money I didn't have. I have food I didn't have. It's all a dimin, it's all, it's not real, and you don't have, and you are not, you're not kind of it, and it doesn't go with you to the next world. A person's kinyanim to acquire something that it should be totally and completely yours, it's through tefillah. So when it comes to ruchnis, that's the most important thing in our lives. And every chilek of our avaydim, adam writes a litmus advarim be'emes, umuchach letzar lekach tefillah. If you be'emes want to be kind, and not just that it's a passing feeling, or a little bit but it's something which you kind of, it's only through tefillah. To acquire it, it's only with tefillah. Some examples. But we understand the yisait. To live without davening, if you, even if you're good at everything else. Even if you keep the other mitzvahs, but your davening is not davening. That type of a life is It's missing the fourth leg of the chariot the fourth, we have Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. What he's saying is, he's using the example of the chariot, which is connected, of course, to the prophecy, the Nevu of Yecheskel, and of y- the Maisei Markov, the beginning of Sev Yecheskel. The others are called Hain Hain HaMarkov. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Hain Hain HaMarkov. They are, they are the Markov, meaning that the others are the chariot through which HaKadosh Baruch comes into the world. Avram is the Midas HaChesed. Yitzchak is the Midas Hadin, and Yaakov Vino is the Midas Tiferes, is the Midas HaEmes. Anything that a Jew could be, anything that we have in this world, comes through these three kaiches of Chesed, Din, and Rachman. Chesed, Din, and Rachman, whatever we have. All the other spheres, all the other kaiches are, are taldais, are offsprings of Chesed, Din, and Rachman. Everything we have comes to us through Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And yet everybody knows that if you have a chariot that has three wheels, it doesn't go. It's a problem. A chariot with three wheels is not... I'm not talking about a tricycle, you know. A, a, a chariot with three wheels, you can't use it. So there's a fourth missing wheel. So Avim, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be the fourth wheel. And he wasn't. The fourth wheel of the Merkav is David Malik and Mashiach. It's David HaMelech. It's the fourth wheel of the Merkav. And David HaMelech is Tefillah's David. That means that all the other things of your life that come from Avni Yitzchak and Yaakov, everything we have, comes to us from Chesed, Din, Rachmi. Everything, everything can't move. It can't travel. It can't be without Tefillah, without David HaMelech. Without David HaMelech. That's what he says. Life without tefillah, kshachayim b'li tefillah, chaseira haregel haravish l'makav. Then you're missing the fourth wheel, or the fourth leg, whatever, the fourth wheel of the chariot is missing. David HaMelech, shul b'chines v'ani tefillah. The whole metzius of David HaMelech is tefillah. That's why the Pesach says, uvikshu es Hashem alakayim v'ez David Malkam. The Pesach says that before Mashiach comes, there's going to be a great search for David HaMelech. Everybody's going to want David HaMelech, which they need a Mashiach, but everybody wants to connect to David HaMelech, which means the Koyach of Tefillah. So you see an interesting thing. 
You know how many Jews believe her were in Uman this year? In Uman this year. I saw, sorry, you know, Sarah Melvin, you remember Sarah Yoni and I? Sarah sent us uh, for the computer, um, they took a film of, of the island, of the island of Erev Rosh Hashanah in Ulam, in Uman, Erev Rosh Hashanah. And I was, I, I, it was a little uh, 10 minute thing, and I watched it like five, six times. The, it used to be the Bekaishi, the, you know, they the sneak in two, three minyanim, you know. And then when it was a few hundred, once they were, once Russia opened up, there were, there were, I don't know how many, tens of thousands of Jews there. Tens of thousands of Jews. What are they looking for? Because they heard of Ibn Nachman, or they, or they saw some, some kids dancing in the street, you know, the Anach people. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for David Amalek. So the whole Indian, besides that Ibn Nachman was a direct descendant from David Amalek, the whole Indian, of Rabbi Nachman Breslava was Tefillah. So he said it himself. Even though he has all the different tires and everything was, everything was, he says, he said it himself, but I came to the world just to bring davening to the world. The Jews should daven. So they should not have a daven. In their own words, and despite it, was Tefillah. Well, Vikshus Hashem Lakayim, this is David Malcolm. As we get closer to Mashiach, there's more of, a, there's more of an awareness how davening is everything. That's it's beginning to happen. It's beginning to happen. But that's why there's such a yetsahar not to daven, because everything depends on davening. It's the fourth wheel. You can be the greatest Jew and the biggest tamachacham without davening. It doesn't go. That's why there's such a yetsahar in shul to talk. It's the craziest thing in the world. How do you how would you explain to a guy the talking that goes on in the, in the Orthodox shul? If you just have to explain to some guy, he asks you, "What is this place here?" So you say to him, "This is a synagogue." Synagogue, what's this for? It's for worshipping and serving the creator of the world. Why do you do that? Because we believe in him and we love him and we're serving him. And the guy and the guy looks around. It's like, you know, it's not even Ankel when they're already passing the Kishka, you know. <laughs> How do you explain it? It's hard, to, it's hard to explain. There's no explanation. Next it's the biggest Yetzahar. There's no Yetzahar to talk outside of Shul the way that there's Yetzahar to talk inside of Shul. Because the fourth wheel of the Merkava is Tila, is Dawramalah, and that's why Mashiach can't come. Unless we recognize and appreciate this, the importance of davening, that's what davening is. And the Dovid Amal said himself, "I need tefillah." Who had kli lasog is called davening. Dovid Amal said, "I need tefillah." Dovid Amal was that person whose life was davening, and it means Dovid Amal was a big tamachacham, and Dovid Amal was a very kind, a big tzaddik. He did all kinds of things, and he was a king, and he was busy. He had work, he had he had different accounts, and he had clients. He was a busy man, Dovid Amal. But when you asked him, who are you? He said, me? Tefillah. It means that there wasn't anything in his life that wasn't Tefillah. Whatever he was able to accomplish in learning, whatever he was able to accomplish as a king, to, at war, with all of his things. And he had a very, 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 very busy life. Much busier. We think we're the busiest people in the world because you have blackberries and blueberries and everything. <laughs> and Dabra never had any. He was the busy, much busier than us. And Dabra Melch says, he asked him, so who are you? He says, Vani Tefillah. Vani tefillah. That's how that's how we read. Vani asking me who I am. Davening. He said he lived with such a hasaga that there's nothing that he could, that there's nothing in the world without davening. That he couldn't have anything without davening. Avram Avinu who midas ahava. So Avram Avinu of course is the midah of chesed, which is ahava, love. Adam haritz elikmas is midas ahava sabari. So you want to be love? We're coming now, Baruch Hashem. We're coming back to the parish. It's already this parish. We're already going to meet up already, right? 
we're going to already meet up. The, 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 mention, the mention of the world of Avinu is at the end of Pashas Neich, right? We're coming back to the, to, to, to the, to the Mishpacha. So everybody looks at the at Pasha Lechlecha and we learn all about, then we start to learn about Avinu and hear all the terrorists and we say, wow, I wish I could be more like Avinu. I want to be a more a kinder person. I want to be I want to be a good person. I want that I should have something of this need of ahava to love other Jews, and to and to be and to love the Rebbeinu to love Torah. The need of Avinu, Avinu gave us the capacity to love. He is the Merkava through Avinu. Love came into this world, and it's through Avinu we can love. Everybody wants to love to love. A friend to love tyrant, love yourself, to love a wife, to love a child. Everybody wants to love. So a person goes into the, these parashies of Avinu and wants to be kind of the midah, or to have a shaykhis to the midah of Ahava, of Avinu. Adam Haritz Alitnai says, Midas Ahavas Abayre. A person wants to acquire the midah of Ahavas Abayre, of loving the Creator. To be Dabik, the midas Shalavra. He wants to be attached to the Midah of Avram Avinu. Yitzchak Midas Ayir. Midas Ayir, what is the Midas Ayir means everybody, when we read these parashies of Yitzchak Avinu, each and every one of us is, is thinking, why well, I wish, I wish I would be more like Yitzchak Avinu. I wouldn't always give in to that Yitzchak It gets me into such a mess. And I feel so disgusted with myself. So disgusted with myself. I was talking to somebody yesterday. It was over and a very bad thing. And, and, I, and I said to him, I asked him. So he came and he was, he was crying and everything. He said, he was having a very bad thing. And I said to him, did you at least enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? He told me this terrible very thing. I said, did you enjoy it? So he said, for a millionth of a second, I enjoyed it. That's all. But, but now I want to die. Those are his words. For a millionth of a second, I enjoyed it. And I want to die. So, who doesn't want to be a little bit more Yitzchak Avinu, right? A lot more. Because Yitzchak Avinu stops you from that millionth of a second. That, when you lose your mind, you know, when it comes to that millionth of a second, that's all it is. But this Bacha told me he was right. It's a millionth of a second. So, everybody, everybody would love to be able to stop before that millionth of a second. Because everybody's been through the millionth of a second and, and after the millionth of a second wanting to die. So what about the millionth of a second? How do I not how do I not slip into that millionth of a second? How do I not slip into that? That's Yitzchak Avin. That's Yitzchak Avin. Yitzchak is the Rashtev, is a Yid, is a Tzadik, a Chasid, a Kodesh. That's what it means, to be a Yitzchak Avin. So a person wants to be kind of the Midah of Yitzchak, to have more Yerushalayim, to be more God-fearing, to feel more the impossibility of doing something against the Rebbein Shalom. That's, that's Yitzchak Avinu. The Yaakov Amidus Arachemim. Yaakov. Each and every one of us, we read the parashis of Yaakov Avinu. What does that mean, Rachemim? To be people who are honest and real and true. And to be people who are, to be people who are compassionate. And people who are, who are in our lives that we're balanced and healthy. And we think normally and we act normally. To be consistent, to be straight, to be ehrlich. Everybody wants that. So the Torah told us that we should be like the Baruch Shalom who's, who's represented in this world by these Sadiqim, by Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, 
Mahu Rachum Avata Hayerachim. The same way the Divine Shalom is a Balarachim, he wants us to be Balarachim. He wants us to be like Yaakov Avinu. And like him. So these are all good things. These are the three wheels of the chariot. But the problem is, you can't accomplish anything of this without davening. If you don't combine all of this with tefillah, lo yiladvarim kiim. You remember the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Chizkiah Melech Yehuda says that the Bnei Shlom wanted to make Chizkiahu. He was a big, big tzaddik. The Gemara says that the Bnei Shlom wanted to make Chizkiahu into Mashiach. And you remember why he was disqualified? Why was he disqualified? Childless. Huh? Childless. But that's not that's what the Gemara says he was. But that's not what the Gemara says because he davened, he davened, he davened, and then he was able to have a child. But why wasn't he able to be Mashiach? That's not why. Because he was Eichi afterwards, the child. Why wasn't he able to be Mashiach? He didn't sing Shir. Yeah. It says in the Gemara. So Halmaisa, but the Gemara says that. That the Malachim had a taina. How could he be Mashiach? He didn't sing. He doesn't sing shir. He was a big lamdan. So the Novi Yishai came to him and said, "Zamur The Novi Yishai wasn't allowed to tell him that it all depended on 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 this on singing. So the Novi Yishai came and said, "Zamur So Chizki said, to paraphrase, paraphrase, Chizki said, "It's it's not my thing." What did he say? Terash and Eli made. He says, the Torah that I teach, Mechaper says, what's the Torah? He says, Medaz, it says in the Pazayam Hashem, so he answered back, Medaz, Zeis, Bechol Haaretz. It wasn't Medaz, Zeis, Zeis, Torah, Medaz, Zeis, Bechol Haaretz, means that from Don to Beersheva, every man, woman, child knows the most complicated halachas in the most complicated dinim of Nagoyim and Oilus, right, and Taharis and Tumas and Taharis. How do they know that? Because of me. Because of how much Torah I've taught. And I opened up yeshivas, and, and I'm a big Mavitz Torah. But he was puzzled, so he couldn't be, he couldn't be Mashiach. And his and he's an anical from Davra Melch. He couldn't be Mashiach. Why? Because because he rejected the the Kayach of Tfilah of Shiva, which is song and Tfilah as the Maral says over there. He said that I'm a big London, my thing is learning. My thing is learning, my thing is a Shia. Davening is not my thing. You think that means that Chizki didn't Daven? Of course he Davin. More than any any tzaddik that we could imagine. Do you think the Chizki didn't sing uh, Zemir Shabbos? Of course he sang Zemirs. So the Navi said to him, Zamru Hashem. So the Navi was saying that there's nothing. There's not what that's Davra Melech. You're, you're you're the grandson of Davra Melech. You could be Mashiach, but without this Hakara of Anitvila, when you're asked who are you, if you don't answer davening, then it can't work. In other words, your Torah can't, with all the Torah, it can't bring, it's not Mashiach's Torah. Your Torah is beautiful, but it's not Mashiach's Torah. The Balshamta's Torah is Mashiach's Torah. Balshamta's Torah is Torah that comes together with Tfil. The Balshamta's Torah is Torah is Mashiach's Torah. Before, before Mashiach comes, the Balshamta's Torah is Mashiach's Torah. The Balshamta's Torah is Mashiach's That doesn't mean it's only for the Chassidim, of course not. <coughs> That came into the world. That 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 Torah, together with Tefillah, with Shira, came into the world through the Balshamtiv Hakadosh. It always was here, but it came to a point where where people were saying, "Just learning, just learning. You don't have to. It doesn't have to be davening and some. Yeah, of course you daven. It doesn't have to be davening such a big thing. 
that doesn't have to be such a big thing. But we see that without davening, we can't have the fourth wheel of the wagon. That's what he says. In the bottom of the page, it won't have a kiyam. It won't last. It can't be forever. When it comes to when it comes to our children, so you see that the child, you know, that the child goes in the right way. You send to the with yeshiva, and the kid's a good kid. So you don't feel like you have to daven so much. The kids, everything's okay. The kid is a good good rabbi. Everything's okay. What have to daven? So yeah, I mean, you daven, you daven the regular daven. What have to cry and beg? And they asked the stipe, how was he zaycha to have such, such uh, all the tzaddikim, they asked the biskorov, they asked the stipe. How do you get a Rebchaim Kanievsky? You think it's by, by spending two weeks arguing with your wife about the best school? So then, they, then the stipe made a good decision, and now we have Rebchaim Kanievsky. Because they've gone to the best cheder in the, in the best cheder in the Brown. So now we have now we have the God of Rebchaim Kanievsky. When they ask the Biskarov, how do you have his children? When they ask the Biskarov, how do you have his Same answer that the disciple gave. Vifal Chairman, how many tears? Do you know how many tears? You don't think the Biskarov like a crying type, right? You know, he wasn't the, you know, he wasn't a Chsidisha. He wasn't a Svadisha, you know, the, he wasn't a Hungarian. He was a, he, 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 and he said that the only way that I have such children is high hot tears. I cried many, 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 many long hours for these children. That they should be that they should have Yashan, they should be able to learn. I cried. So everybody would say, Why do you have to cry so much? They have the Salvage genes. There are very few exceptions. The Salvage is not just smart, you know that. They're geniuses. Not the way they say genius. Like, you know, if someone gets an eighty eight in school now, then they say your kid says these are genius. You know, he's a genius. They're really geniuses. They're really geniuses. So you say, you know, the chances are, Rabbi, you say, Rabbi Solvetsky, you don't have to cry so much. The chances are, according to the gene pool in your family, the chances are these kids will be very bright. That's why you have to daven. That's the big reason for that. Tefila, tefila, davening, davening. He says that's all. Davening. People always say, it's a mazel. Uh, my kid ended up with the right friend. It's a mazel. Because you know you could have the nicest kid in the world. You could send to the best yeshiva in the world. And if your kid happens to, if your kid happens to hook up with the wrong friend, everybody knows that. That's, that's the biggest chorban in the world. You have the best kid, the nicest kid. You send to the best yeshiva and the best rabbi. It's exactly that in every class there's going to be one, at least one kid that's, you know, making trouble. I don't mean stop making trouble. I mean, you know, that's undoing things. And then your your kid happens to sit next to him on the bus. It's a mazel. <clears throat> your kid sits next to him on the bus. A mazel. Only the davening. Tfilis and tfilis for the children. That's all. That's Davramel. Kolzman, he says, the last line. Kolzman sha'olim einu b'bechina sha'tfila. Until that time that the world understands this and lives in that way of tefillah in the largest in the largest sense the world 
And in the smaller sense, your own personal world, your own world, your own life. Leniska Gulagul. Gul is the Indian of Dabra Melech. It's the Indian of Mashiach ben David. Is that, is that awareness that without Tefillah there's nothing? Rakish is Saimchim Gaula Latfila, Boaha Gaula. You hear what he's, he's he, didn't, he doesn't go into this, but he's saying a very big couple of words here. You know that according to Allah, there's a din of Smichas Gaula Latfila, right? You can't go straight into Shemanesh, right? You have to have Smichas Gaula Latfila. Right? How that works by Mincha, obviously, that's not for now, but Smichas Gaula Latfila. Is that first we talk about we have the Gal Yisrael and, from, and the Pesukim that lead up to Gal Yisrael. Chof Yisrael Galta, Zayin Tivata Yisrael Galta, Baruch Hashem Gal Yisrael. And then from Gal Yisrael, then you go to Shemun Same thing by, by Marv. Oh, I'm sorry. That you go from that you go from what from Gal Yisrael into diving. It's a, and it's a halacha. Smichas Gula Letfila. You know, I love that. It's a very, very big Indian in halacha that the gula has to be connected to tefillah. So what he's saying here is that the, on a deeper level, smichas gula tefillah means that that gula and tefillah are next door neighbors. Without tefillah, it's just kind gula. Everything is depends on tefillah. The smichas gula tefillah means that every that, that things should finish up, and we should be able to come to that point of gula smichas gula tefillah. Therefore, the last thing before Jesus says he says gal yisrael. Gal yisrael is the smichas of gula and tefillah. That that shidduch between gula and tefillah. That means you can't have any gula in your life on any level without tefillah. The world can't have a gula without Dovra Melech and without Tefillah. And, and the individual person can't have his own personal Karva al-Nafshi Ge'ola. He can't have his own personal gula without Tefillah. Without Tefillah. That's why wherever you'll find gula, you'll find Tefillah. Anywhere in Tanakh where there's gula, there's Tefillah. Anywhere, anywhere where there's gula, there's Tefillah. There's no such thing as any true kinyan is acquiring anything. The emes. It might look to you. Again, like I said, so it looks to you. The kid is okay. Everything is okay. But there should be a kinyan. There should be a kinyan. And not just for your kid, but for your grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Pizarazari. Ad Oilam. Sudavna. It looks to you like you got stuff without davening. I didn't daven. I got I got nice kids. I didn't daven. Sometimes you see this person is davens, 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 and he has problems with his kids. The other one's not even not even religious, and his kids come out to be big tzaddikim or something. So because of that, has to pun him. A person starts to think, what, what am I davening? Like, like sometimes, uh, you know, my wife and I were talking about this. That you see, we have these so many people that that they wanted that the biggest hasaga that they had for raising their kids, the kids should be an Orthodox Jew, just, just, you know what I'm saying? Just Orthodox, not anything, not anything extra, just Orthodox. But should be like a big, big time Ivy League, you know, accomplished person. 
And that's all they wanted is that the kids should be what they called normal. Normal means I want them to go to movies, I want them to have, go out on dates, I want them to have, I want them to be what they called normal, which means like the rest of the world, except to be orthodox, you know, it means normal, except Shabbos, you know, Shabbos, yeah, Shabbos, you're a little bit weird. But everything else is normal. Everything is normal. And then these kids, I see Kassad, these kids are turning out to be like, a lot of these kids, they're big tzaddikim. And then, and then you have parents that they're crying, they're begging, they're diving that their children should be elechidim, and all they want to be is normal. You know what I mean by normal? It's what they call in the street normal. So you know, you start to think, maybe I shouldn't be mechanech my children, like the like the kid, this kid you see in shul, like shuckling, going mishiga with his diving, and he's learning, you know, 18 hours a day. His parents told him, his parents told him, don't learn so much. What are you learning for? You're not going to do well in school. You're not going to get a job. You're not going to be mitzliach. Whatever. You're going to need our money and all. We don't want that. And then the kid went through all kinds of crazy things. Usually he went through stuff. You know, it's not so partial when you have parents that don't want you to be a tzaddik. It's bad enough if your parents want you to be a tzaddik to be a tzaddik. If your parents don't want you to be a tzaddik. So usually these kids go through times of not being tzaddikim. But then they but then they felt that millions of them of a mom that we spoke about before how stupid it is and how empty it is. And then, they, and then there's a big, big truth by many of them. And they become they become so unbelievably shtay. I always laugh now if I said, but I if I wanted my kid to go like a kid, the best thing I could have done for him to t- was to tell him you better not become a chassid. <laughs> then he would have been a real chassid. Right? That's what it looks like sometimes. It looks like you know you can go you can go crazy thinking about it. You see someone that may know his shtadlis and the chinuch of the children, or an anti shtadlis, and the kids are gavaldiga kids. And then you see the you see the one that makes such a shtadlis, and and. And it doesn't. This is a hasta problem that we have to live through, and it, and it takes away. You, you know, you, you feel like you don't. Your kaiches, our kaiches are being sapped by that, by that delusion of hasta problem. In other words, that all my hisabas didn't work. I work so hard, and my kid doesn't want. This one doesn't work at all, and the, all the kid wants to do is to learn. That's, that these parents say, "Don't learn." The kid wants to learn. So the problem is. That's what he says, Kama Shanir Ladim Shanik Nechasham Belit Fila. Oh, it's even worse than that. Or even, it's even more extreme than that. That you have, that, that I had more than once a parent that was saying to me, I was davening so hard that my kid should not stay in Yeshiva another year. Davening that the kid should not stay in Yeshiva. So I, say, I always say to them, like, what would make you think that the virtual you know, likes that kind of problem? He's so convinced. He says, I know what's best for my kid. You know, and so on. You know, then the rest of the conversation is downhill, downhill. <laughs> but, but, you know, to daven that my kid shouldn't stay in Yeshiva. To daven that my kid shouldn't come out to be a tzaddik. What does it mean? You know, but, the, but the one you're davening to is uh, he likes tzaddik. That's, that's the biggest thing for him, to be a tzaddik. But there's such a hasag that a person has. So you have someone that's diving the kids shouldn't be a tzaddik, and just to spite them, he became a tzaddik. It's a hestapanim. And because of that hestapanim, it's very hard, because people feel like, what am I diving for? What, what, did, I ever get, what did I get with my diving? And this guy doesn't daven. He davens that he shouldn't have a tzaddik, and the kid comes out to be a tzaddik. You put two, two, put two ladies in the room. You have one lady that says, one lady that says, I'm, for the last 15, 20 years, I'm crying and begging God to give me a child, I can't get pregnant. The other one says, I can't believe it, I got pregnant. I can't believe it. I Make a shidduch like that between these two legs. 
they talk to each other. This one's crying for years to have a baby, and this one's crying, leave me alone, don't hack me with children, I can't take it. And she has a child. So, that's what Kahalos is screaming about, right? The dimmest Ha'ashukim and, and the screaming out of the oppressed in a world that we're living in with such a hastapana. So the avoid of a person's life, to be able to see beyond that and to believe that Munashlema, that there's nothing without feel. That's what he says. Anything that's without tefillah, he says, Harei ma'olam ha'demyaynis. It's ma'olam ha'demyaynis. Now we don't have to, how do you translate that into reality? If you get something without tefillah, it's not real. It's not real. It's ma'olam ha'demyaynis. It's like you have something, but you didn't pay for it, and there's just another 10 minutes they're going to take it away from you. You got something. You know, but you didn't pay for it. So, you you know, you're in the, you're in, you, you went to this uh, store to try and have these, you know, $5,000 neckties or something. I don't, I don't think that exists, maybe. There's maybe $1,000 necktie, I don't know. But I, I don't buy neckties. But <laughs> but, there, but there's... guy goes in to get this $1,000 necktie. And he's, and he's standing there by the mirror. And he's look, he's, he, he's not really... He enjoys it. He looks in the mirror and he's, he looks so nice. But he doesn't have a kidney on his necktie because he knows that in 30 seconds the guy says, uh, so you're getting a little bit too comfortable with our necktie. You know, you know. You see the price tag, it's $999.99, cents, you know. It's Kesef Mali, you pay, you take it off. So when a person has something in this world without tefillah, it's like he's looking in the mirror, it looks good, it's look, it looks good, but then but then they're going to come over and say, uh, you know, you didn't pay. How do you pay? Dive it. It's not, it's not, then it's not a Kenyan. He, he said, what do you mean? He lived to 120, the guy. He died in his mansion. He died in his pool. <laughs> he died in his pool. He had, he had to 120, he had his pool. He fell into the pool on his 120th birthday. He died in the pool. So you tell me he wasn't kind of the pool? This world is 120 years. is a gelech, it's a joke. What this world is. These humanists that we have in the world. Not even a millimeter a second, what we have in this world. So then after the world is finished, so this guy thinks that that guy was kind of something because he lived to 120 and he made it to the last day with his swimming pool. Nobody took it away from him. So he says, wow, the guy Mamish got to the end. He made it to the end zone with his pool. Nobody took away his swimming pool. So you figure, that's that's a Kenyan. That's not a Kenyan. Well, we don't understand. We don't see with our eyes. But it means that something is <clears throat> a Kenyan. Then Shabbat must be used. You have people that are married for 30, 40 years. That means a king. So under the Chopi, Sarim Kodesh, he made a Kenyan. So he gives her a ring, puts a ring on her finger. So a halach, it's a Kenyan. A Kenyan, that each one should acquire a the other one, that's not under the Chopin. That's a lifetime of caring for somebody, loving someone, working for somebody, doing and doing and doing. It's not because you gave her a ring under the Chopin, Haram Kodesh, and halach, it's a Kenyan. It should be, it should be, Bamis, on all levels of Nefeshwah, Neshama, a Kenyan. That's that's not vaida. That should be a king. That you should be kind to something. And with a lot of tefillahs, same when it comes to marriage, like I said with children, that that, that a marriage should be. That marriage, I was I was a chassan last night, and the chassan was shockling under the chuppah. He had some bichel over there. I don't know what he was holding, some book, but he was shockling, unbelievable. And I'm thinking to myself, like you know, I think to myself to tell him. Buddy, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. What are you davening for? He doesn't even know what he's davening for. He doesn't have no idea what you're davening for. 
it looks to you like you have it, but it's Merlin Abimyanis on the on the fourth line on page Kofi Zayim. That's what Adam said. I need tefillah. Means a person has to understand that you and davening is one chafzer. It's one thing, one mitzvah. So I need tefillah. Who are you? Davening. It's not. I'm a, I'm, I have this. I have this. I have this. I do this. I do this. I do that. And I daven so that I get help. It's not such a thing. It's one chafzer. Minei ubei. Whatever it is, it is. No, it's whatever you, you are, what davening is, one thing. Davening is not like an important thing. An important thing. I got a call the other day to come to a certain yeshiva, a, a nice modern Orthodox yeshiva, nice people, to come to the yeshiva. For an, what do they call it? I think in service, something something for the teachers. To talk, to, I should give a talk to everybody about how to get the kids to daven. To give a talk, how do you, to, how the kids are having a problem? The kids don't, and it's a high school. The kids don't want to die. So to, I should give an in-service talk. They said for 50 minutes, an in-service talk to the teachers. I guess in between the tuna fish and the whatever, and the pretzels, an in-service talk on how to get uh, kids to die. So the, it doesn't work out the day. I'm not going to be here for that day. I can't. I can't go. So we'll do it a different time. So maybe to go. But, but uh, then I I left him over the phone message and I met him at Chasna two nights ago. I met him at Chasna. So um, so I told him you know whatever I got the message. You got the message. I can't. So he said but 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 maybe you could you know maybe at least it, uh, give me. A, what do we do with the kids? Maybe you could just you know at the Chasna. When you trying you can't even talk at the Chasna. You know it's crazy. So. So maybe you could say, well, what can we do about the kids with their daven? They should daven. So, like our regalachas, like what, you know, what are the kids in the if the kids in daven? So I said, take them one at a time and hold them over Niagara Falls <laughs> and say, I'm letting go in five seconds. That's what you want, they should daven? Yeah, I bet you they're going to daven if you do. Dangle a kid out the window and, and uh, say, you know, you have five seconds left to live. So he looked at me like I'm crazy, you know. It sounds crazy. He said, what are, you, what are you asking to teach them how to daven? I asked him, do you daven? He said, what do you mean do I daven? I daven three times a day. I said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I said, do I daven? Do you daven? He said, you're going to start a class on davening? So I said, you want me to give a 15-minute thing to tell the teachers how to get the boys to daven? I guess girls too, the girls, how to get the, the children to daven. Davening, davening is is You have to be a mammon. I said, I said, could you say that all of the people on your staff are maminim, that they all believe in God? So 
He said, what do you mean? They all, they all uh, went to yeshivas and seminary. And, I said, I didn't ask you that. I didn't ask you for their, for their you know, credentials or their whatever press cards or something. I asked you, could you say for sure that they're all mamina? That the teachers that obey are mamina? So he says, they're all religious, they're all orthodox people. I said, I said, what does emuna mean? He said, talking about emuna. Talk to children, children can hear it. I said, there might be bigger maminim than you, the kids in class. Emuna, about the Rabbanishlag. Everybody, they want to have a thing that for 50 minutes, there's some sort of a technique to get kids to daven. Maybe there is, I don't know, I've never heard of it. Davening, davening means when a person feels that every second of his life, he's hanging out the window. If not for the Rabbanishlag holding him up, if not for davening. That's what davening is. That's how you daven. Why should the kids be interested in davening? Why are the adults interested in davening? So as you get older, you realize that there's a certain thing you have to do, whatever, you keep it. And even then, when you come to shul, they're all orthodox people. So I, I, I didn't ask about, are all the people in your staff and davening uh, on time in shul? And they never talk one word ever in davening? That you're, that you're saying that the kids don't want to daven? You mean the adults want to daven? The adults don't show up, you know, when davening is at, at 9 o'clock, they don't show up at 9.14? And they don't talk half the time by davening? All the, uh, with all the credentials from this yeshiva and that yeshiva, graduate school for Jewish studies, whatever it is. What's it? We have to, we have to talk rochel bitchaktana to get back to the, to bracious mamish. What does it mean to be a mamin? And what davening is, and that realization of garnished, I have nothing, nothing. I can't open my eyes, I can't breathe without the Bari Island. So, Kaidim, we have to introduce who's the Bari Island? That's the first part we call, well, the, I'm a Nivra, there's a Bari there's a creator, he created me. What's the Tachas of my life? So, all these schools and shuls, they want to have like an hour lecture or something on Tefillah, and then they think everyone's going to daven. Not the rabbi, and not the shamans, not the gabbai, and not the oilam. That's not how. That's not what it means. That's not what davening comes from. Davening comes from the mamak and mamish. It comes from the depths. And and in order for a person to be able to be a davener, to be a davener, he has to he has to live with that with that feeling of how fragile life is, how totally not fragile. It's not 50-50. Like I said, it's 0% of my being anything or living or anything without the Rosh Then a person dies. Like I said, when you, if you hold the kid over the Niagara Falls, if you hold him out the window, he'll die because there's no, no, nothing else. He doesn't see any other Yeshua over here. I'm, I'm getting out of this, you know. How am I going to get out of this? When you have that Hakara, when you, when you recognize that, without having to hang out a window over, you know, God forbid, when you have that Hakara, then you could die Stop davening. Then the time goes davening. You don't know where it went to davening. Not, not to come late to shul and to talk during davening. Mechlal, what does it mean? To daven together with other Jews, seeber of Jews. But it only comes in such a way. That's what he's saying. Tfila enarak eze inyan shal nakuda chashuva. I heard somebody say, an eitza, somebody was trying to break in somebody else into into a, some kind of a firm. I don't know, someone told me this. That the boss told him that the only way that you could that you could be successful here, the only way you could be successful is there's nothing else in the world except 
accept that client or like that or whatever the money is. I don't know, some kind of very vulgar type of a thing. It's the only way that you can be mitzlich. There can't be anybody else in the world except that client. Which means was mean, means except that client's bank account, right? There can be anything else in the world, but because if you have other machshavas or you take other things into account, then you're not going to be mitzlich. See, in this day, that's from the Sitchach of such a Mahshav. But when he said to the guy that the only way you'll be successful in this firm is if you, is if there's nothing else. If there's nothing else. Like one of the Chavayim told me, he was working in a law firm. He was working in a law firm. And, and uh, he, they had crazy hours. He was starting off the very hush of a firm. And he had very, very crazy hours. And, and he, was trying to get a little bit more day, some days off, and he went to the boss to talk about something. The days off, he said, he said, let me make something clear. We're paying you very good money here because we own you. <laughs> you understand? Yes, he said. This we said to him these words: we own you, and any days you have off, you know, the Bamis, this is your life, the law firm. Any time that you have for other things, it's if we give it to you. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. Some of the heavy, I know this guy. No, he's a friend of ours. I'll tell you. I'll tell you now. But that's what he said. That, that they told him such a lotion. He told him such a lotion that it's not like you have a life, a wife and fam. You have parents. You have learning. You have done, and also part of your life is to go to make a living. No, he said this. Is, we pay you that kind of money because this is your mitzvahs. Your wife and kids is, is if we give you wishes. We give you off to spend some time with your wife and kids, but you have it all wrong if you think the other way, and you're never going to be mitzliach in our firm. You never mitzliach in our firm. If you think the way that you're thinking, that you that your life is your family and Torah and, and God and all that stuff, maybe you know, maybe you get a salary, but no no commissions. Not going to make any big deals like that. The way to be mitzliach is that this is your life, and when we let you, you can go say hi to your wife and kids. I could take, and we, I'm a nice, so we'll give you a, a you know, give, so you can have an extra two or three days. Whatever. <coughs> you should understand it, but the boss said, but I want to make sure that you understand that we're giving you these two or three days. So he said, when he heard these little shyness, so he said that that was a he, he, he left. He left, like uh, two or three weeks later, he left the place. Not that all people, all firms like that, okay, but there are such things that you've heard. That people have such a hasag. This has to be your life, or else you can't be much leader. What, what are they saying? They're saying that if you're telling us that you're being in this law firm is in the kulda chashuva, it's chashiv to you. It's important. That's not enough to much leader. It has to be your whole life. Of course, that's 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 a terrible, terrible shaker. What do you have from a life like that? What does a person take from that life? He turns back. He turns and looks around. And he's an old man. What does he have from such a life? When it comes to davening, what he's saying is davening can't just be on the kuda chashuva. Davening really has to be your life. That's the hiskashus tashan. Davening is not on the kuda chashuva. If you want to be a davener, it means if you really want to be some of the davens, it has to be vanit It has to be who you are. You could be yotze davening, you could say davening, could be nice, and Hashem gives you points and everything. But, but the be'emes be'emes the davening, davening works if it's if it's the most important thing in your life. That's when davening 
has its koyach. Is any rock Indian shell nakuda chashuv? He says it's not an Indian of a nakuda chashuv, of a choshev thing, of a choshev in nakuda. Of a toiv sheroy lukmas esay. It's a good thing to daven. It's a nice thing. We're gonna, you know, we'll have a we'll have an in-service day on davening or something. It's a good thing. It's a nice thing. Jews do it. It's nice. You can't live without it. It's an absolute necessity. There's nothing in, the, in your life that you could have without without that. Just one more little, this little paragraph. To what can this be compared? Adam Guy goes to a store. And he asks for a bottle of, of something, a bottle of soda, whatever. The guy takes out from the fridge, from the fridge. He takes out a bottle and gives it to him. The guy, when he reaches out and he gives him the bottle, the guy, the guy goes to buy a soda. The guy says, oh, "Here you go." He gives him the bottle, and as the guy puts it into, into your hand, into the kindness hand, what does the, what does the kind of do? He pulls his hand back, and then the bottle goes on the floor. So he says, "I I want Vernshom. I need I need a wife. I need children. I need panos. I need health. I need all these things." The Vernshom goes into the fridge. (laughs) Right? The Vernshom goes into the fridge. What do you need? He says, "I need a wife." Takes out from the fridge. (laughs) I know they say that the boys in the freezer. (laughs) Takes out from the fridge. The Vernshom takes out the fridge for a wife, and and you hold out your hand. And then when it comes to getting it, move your hand away. What does that mean? It means no davening. Without davening, davening is how you hold it. Davening is when you put your hand, is when, is when you hold it. That's, that's davening. No, without that, the bottle falls on the floor. I, he got his wife. I didn't see any bottle break. Nothing happened. Everything was good. Everything's revolving. It's all from the oil had the behind this match. It's crazy. You can live like the famous Maisel Chedusha. I don't have time. It's not going to tell you how Maisel Chedusha. There was a guy that was an Elam Hadimian, and he was a wagon driver. He was a wagon driver in this world, and all he ever wanted his whole life was to have was to have a smooth road and two healthy horses. Because you know, in his, this guy's miserable life, all he had was horrible, broken mud roads, and he had the horses that were dropping dead on him. So his Elam hobby. So he, he he did a good thing. This guy at the end of his life, he he saved the Sadiq there. So he gave the tzaddik a shop. So I said, so so the Elam Hamas Chadushim said that they answered his Chadushim heard what has happened, and he said that they passed on this year that they're going to give him forever and ever. He's on a road, he's on a road with two gorgeous horses, and it's a smooth road, and he's driving, looking at it, and it's a beautiful landscape in in in, in Poland, and he's driving, and nothing is bothering. The weather's great, and he's going like that. And he's going to go like that. He said, forever and ever. Is that and that's called in the Olam Haba. There's a division that's called Olam Hadimian, the world of imagination. And this guy is forever and ever and ever going to be in that road because he did all kinds of things in his life that were not good. He did this one thing, so they had to give him Olam Haba. So there's no more suffering. Everything is. But what's his idea? His he's an Olam Hadimian. It's like riding a horse. Can you imagine? Like 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 how you know an Olam Hadimian like. Hitting a jump shot from the corner at the buzzer in the garden, like forever though, like constantly. <laughs> Again, another jump shot, another jump shot. If you like baseball, in baseball, you're in the stadium, 
watching the ball go over there, center field, bottom of the ninth, you're down by three, three into a count, right? Boom, base is loaded. Machala. Again, again. And the other Dimi, he thinks it's the first time he ever did it. And he just got hired by the Yankees. It's his first game up for the minors, right? In the World Series, no. Ding. But a million times. And then they show the Tzadik. The Tzadik says, I love the This guy's hitting a home running Yankee stadium for the last 14,000 yards. <laughs> that's all he's doing. And the guy's the happiest guy because he's hitting up. That's all he wanted. So I love the He never got it. That person has to dive and say, not to, not to God, he would end up in I love Sadiqim say it's better even if you get a patch. Even if it's bad and you get a patch and they take you to the afterwards to the real world. Not to live in God forbid in the Island of Dimyan. But to get out of the Island of Dimyan is you have to want to get out of the Island of Dimyan is here. If you want out of that, even if you did a various God forbid, at least you're honest about yourself and where you're holding. So then you can still get into the, you can get into the real place. You have to just go, go to it. a little bit of a problem by the, by the border. But you get you get in. But if you're living in Demyanus, and as you say, there's nothing wrong. What's wrong with me? Everything is gewaldic. This is the way I'm supposed to be. Everything is fine. You're living in Demyanus, then then you might get into Eidel Medim. You might get into Eidel Medim, but that's chaval. It's chaval. We should all go to the best place.